And good morning and welcome to the Business Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor on Wednesday the 31st of May. We've got to the end of May. We're about to start June tomorrow. Morning, Paul. How are you? All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. We had a little bit of rain just before dawn, I think. Uh, it still was actually as I was cycling in this morning, so it was just after dawn too. Uh, and I was in my summer cycling kit, so pretty miserable, frankly. But there you go. You don't need to hear about that. Um, right. There's quite a few little bits and pieces today. Um, all over the shop, Paul, so we better rattle on, but let's just start with one that we, we've been just starting to talk about a little bit because I think it's looking really, really interesting. Uh, it is on the TSX. It's uranium, which looks quite interesting at the moment, and it's fission uranium, uh, but they've started their summer drill program, haven't they, Paul? Yes, they have. It's, uh, it's on their Patterson Lake South uranium property where the big resource or reserve is now uh, there that they have. This time around, it's a two-stage, 12-hole drill program that they are so, uh, starting here for this season. And this is uh, specifically for engineering data for the mine infrastructure and facilities. And it's all about uh, being able to uh, better understand the uh, geotechnical conditions as far as ground stability and so forth, since the ore zones are fairly shallow on the on-land portion there at uh, Patterson Lake, even though they will be going uh, underground. And it is uh, on schedule through its permitting phase at this particular point in time. So we're looking uh, at uh, just the ongoing uh, general work in order to advance the project toward construction. Okay, a few signs of life also. I see that Kefi uh, have managed to raise about six and a half million pounds. Uh, so well done them. And I see that West East Soda has um, filed to IPO. We've got an IPO coming up. Unbelievable. Uh, this is a massive uh, soda ash miner in Turkey, isn't it, Bill? Yes, that's right. Uh, the United States and Turkey and China are the three nations which control soda ash production in the world. China's is synthetic, uh, meaning they combine CO2 with ammonia in order to create soda ash. But soda ash is an essential, essential ingredient for the proper processing uh, to make glass as well as for the processing to separate out the uh, detrimental elements in the chemistry to make lithium carbonate. So this is a really significant thing to the battery and electrification future of the world, uh, soda ash is. Key point is, is that there is at least three continents in the world which have virtually no natural trona or natural soda ash as it is otherwise called. Oh, come back. Oh. Sorry, sorry, lost you there. <laughs> Had a phone call come through. Just keep concentrating. Come on, finish off on West East Soda. Okay, yep. West East Soda, it, and uh, it's going to be a fundraise, which uh, otherwise uh, will uh, allow them to expand their operation in Turkey and then also to advance to uh, development stage projects, one of which is in the uh, largest uh, area of natural trona in the world, and that is the Green River Formation in southeast Wyoming. So uh, it's going to be a very large um, uh, listing to be on the main board. Yeah, uh, okay, it will be JP Morgan doing that one. Uh, I see that Wishbone Gold, run by Emma Priestley, has had uh, a trading update. Not been easy, but hopefully she's getting over uh, the worst part of uh, what's going on there could do a bit of capital could do with probably a bit of extra uh, 
man power as well. Um, uh, although she does do as good a job as possible. Um, back to you, Paul. Yes, we had three month results uh, out for Sarabi Gold, the AM quoted uh, Brazil gold producer. Uh, gold production in the first quarter came out at 8,000 ounces. Uh, they, at the end of the period, 31 March, they held about 14 million in cash, which on the prior quarter is, is pretty much double from what the, they had in the prior quarter. Profit per share came in just under two cents uh, or, uh, versus uh, 2.28 cents in the prior three month period or same period of uh, 2022 that due to a slightly uh, lower uh, or slightly uh, different to production rate uh, here the gold price uh, was $1,892 per ounce uh, on the nine-month period as opposed to $1,844 in the prior nine-month period all-in sustaining costs came in at uh, much better uh, here, uh, almost $300 lower at $1,516 per ounce. So that's a 16% uh, improvement on a year-on-year -year basis. Cash cost came in about uh, 200 or $150 uh, lower at uh, $1,281 per ounce. Okay, uh, um, it is a uh, busy morning. Let's do one more poll, which is gold plat, which uh, has not been having an easy time. I know. I think they said that because of the problems with ESCOM, 28% of the time, like they're without power. How you can't run a business without power? Uh, that's obviously why the gold plat share price has come off so sharply, despite the gold price going up. Uh, but what was your thoughts on what they had to say, Paul? Yes, it is a specific significant issue for gold plat because they are a re, um, reclaiming uh, firm which is all about recycling uh, 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 or otherwise uh, not recycling but retreating uh, uh, materials which contain gold in order to extract the gold out of them whether it's waste materials uh, like uh, timbers or where it's uh, old mill linings and or spent carbon and things like that so power is the major component of being able to do that uh, in today's release they also made a statement that they've appointed a new chief operating officer uh, by the name of doug davidson there you go i think that'll do for today we've had plenty of time uh let's hope tomorrow you manage to uh, keep yourself live on the podcast and ignore your phone pool just put it down you don't need to answer it very good to speak tomorrow <laughs> Yep, got it, thanks.